Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you have autoimmune disease or cancer and in a way that you never thought possible. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. This is the Grateful Warrior Podcast and I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love, happiness, and laughter. So let's get started. Have you ever viewed yourself as a failure? We all do. You're not alone. So why do we dwell on it as such a negative thing? And how can we change viewing something like failure to actually making it our new superpower? I'm going out on a limb and I'm going to challenge some conventional thinking around failure. My goal is that by the end of this episode, that you're going to start to think of failure like a grateful warrior. And this way is to view failure as your path to success. And I'm going to share five ways to help you get started. Hey there, my Grateful Warrior, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior podcast. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a certified natural health coach who specializes in gratitude and mindset, and we flip things upside down around here. If you want to know how much gratitude and grit that you have, then be sure to head over to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz so that you can find out what your gratitude personality is. And when your results are revealed, you will also receive resources on how to get started and deepen your gratitude practice that are personalized just for you. All you have to do is go to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz or click on the link in the show notes. And while you're at it, be sure to hit the follow button where you're listening to this podcast and tap those five stars and leave a great review. I would be eternally grateful. It helps to get this podcast and our wonderful message out to more grateful warriors. So I want to ask you, do any of these resonate with you? I'm not good enough. My body failed me. I'm failing my family. I can't win at anything. I'm a failure. I don't know about you, But during my journey with breast cancer and Hashimoto's, I said those words way too many times to myself. Those words are powerful. They have meaning, especially when we keep telling ourselves the same thing over and over again. Your thoughts create your reality. Your thoughts create your identity. Your identity creates your beliefs and your beliefs create your actions. So at some point, if we keep telling ourselves over and over and over again, that we're a failure, it starts to become who we are. And if you're waiting for me to say, oh, just think positive thoughts, that's not what I'm here to talk about. Yes, positive thoughts are great. I'm going out on a limb in this episode and I'm gonna challenge conventional thinking around failure. My goal is that by the end of this episode that you can start to think of your path to success instead of failure. And I'm gonna share five ways to help you get started. What if, what would that look like to you? If that identity could shift from I'm a failure to I'm on my way to success. And when this mind shift happens, it is a game changer. As humans, and especially as women, we live in a place of society norms of these unachievable standards to get the perfect grades in school, to have the perfect body, to marry the perfect spouse, to be the perfect spouse, to be the perfect mom, to be the star employee. None of that 
is reality. It's not even possible. And then what happens when we're diagnosed with something like cancer or autoimmune disease? Those society norms of this perfect life are replaced with things like my body failed me. My medicine isn't working. My doctors are ignoring me. I have to quit my job because I'm not healthy enough to work. I don't have enough energy to make dinner for my family. Our brains are wired to keep us safe and to always be on the lookout for threats. And when we start to think like this, our brain starts to collect those types of thoughts. Some people collect, I don't know, stamps or longer burger baskets or hummels. Our brain likes to collect negative thoughts. Our brain has an entire dusty shelf of negative figurines in the family room. And on the shelf right above it is a bunch of dusty figurines called blame. Because when we are in that place of feeling that deep failure, it's often connected to blame, either blaming ourselves or blaming someone else. All right, let's put a pin in this and I'll come back to this in a few minutes. I want to talk about perfectionism while we're here and back to those society norms. Why do we have to feel like we have to be perfect all of the time? It was bad enough when it was just TV and magazines that influence us, but now we've got social media. And believe you me, that stuff that you see on your friend's Facebook page is totally fake news. It is the fake a real and then some. You do not know what's going on behind the scenes. You can look at their perfect vacation, but what you don't know is that they put the entire thing on a credit card. They have no clue how they're going to pay for it. Or you can look at the smiling couple at dinner and you don't know about the epic fight they had in the car ride to the restaurant, the even bigger fight they had on the way home. Where a lot of people get stuck is that they have this, this internal picture of making perfect whatever it is they're working on. And That perfectionism leads to procrastination because they want to make it perfect, but then the subconscious kicks in and they say, okay, well, you can't be perfect. So then I'm not even going to start. And then that turns into fear of failure. It's just this whole big mess, right? Perfectionism will never happen. It's the quest for something that you can never achieve. Ask any artist or athlete or musician or high performer, or a successful entrepreneur, they will tell you that they can look at their craft and there's always room for improvement. So I know you might be a little skeptical at this point. You might be thinking, okay, Holly, this is still sounding really negative. Like, where are you going with all of this? (laughs) Fact. We all fail all of the time. It is one of the beautiful pieces that makes us human. So why do we dwell on it as such a negative thing? And how can we change viewing something like failure to actually making it our new superpower? All right, let's start with an easy example. Babies. How many times do babies fall before they start to walk? Like all of the time, right? Do they give up? Does the baby say, you know what? I've fallen twice. I haven't learned to walk yet. So I'm just going to give up and stick with this crawling thing. No, of course not. Babies keep falling. They keep trying until they learn to walk. Well, they actually kind of go from like crawling to this runny, walky, I don't know. Anyway, you get my point, right? All right. One of the greatest inventors of all time, Thomas Edison, once said that he never failed. 
He just learned and discovered 10,000 ways that were not working. Michael Jordan, arguably the greatest athlete of all time. In his career, he missed over 9,000 shots. All right. So arguably two of the most best in their industry, goats in, you know, of all time, Thomas Edison, Michael Jordan, both failed 10,000 times. What did they have in common? After they both failed 10,000 times, did they just sit back and say, you know what? I'm a failure. No, they do something very different. They view their failures as a path to success. All right. And I get it. You might be thinking, okay, Holly, yeah, that's great for them. Thomas Edison, Michael Jordan, right? Okay, whatever. You don't get my situation. There's no way I can even begin to view everything that's happened to me as a success. All right. So let me ask you this. When you play a game, like whether it's a sports or a card game or a board game, do you only play when you're guaranteed to win? Or do you play because of the thrill of the game or you enjoy being competitive or maybe it's to spend quality time with people you want to be with? How many times have you actually played that game only because you knew you were guaranteed to win? Right? Think about cancer treatment options or treatment protocol for any disease, medications. There is no 100% guarantee. You go in with the expectation that you want it to work. The doctors want it to work as well. But what if it doesn't? Is it a failure? Or are you now in a place where you have successfully eliminated an option so that you can explore another one? Which path do you choose? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out, and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restricted protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're going to walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results, and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com. All right. So let's discuss five ways that you can learn from your failures and really start to look at failure as your path to success. This is your new superpower. All right. Number one. Failure creates the best lessons. The debrief is everything. And the debrief is the best place to start when evaluating failure. Go back and evaluate the situation from a neutral perspective. 
ask yourself these five questions. Number one, what is my attitude around this? And and journal about it too. Number two, what can I learn from this? Number three, what could I have done differently? Number four, how can I make things better? And within the context, you can also include what are some of my bad habits? What can I let go of? What skills do I need? Who can I learn from? And then number five, what are my next steps? The purpose here isn't to be hard on yourself. The purpose is to shine the light on what needs improvement. To take that dark sky and shine that light. There was something I was dealing with earlier this year. And despite all the mindset ninja tactics that I already know and use on a daily basis, I was really in the feels. And really in the feels around feeling like a failure around this one thing. I allowed myself to sit in it for a while. But then at one point I said to myself, what does everything in this situation have in common? And the answer was me. That single moment of looking myself in the mirror and doing that debrief on how I was showing up caused an epic shift of amping up some responsibility and accountability in my own life. And from that single shift, my behavior changed. When my behavior changed, opportunities started to open up. One month later, I was able to view that quote unquote failure as the single best thing that's ever happened to me this year. Remember when I talked about perfectionism and procrastination? All right. So let's say, let's take an example. Let's say the part of the debrief had to do with health and nutrition. Maybe in that debrief, you realize, you know what? The bag of chips and the pint of ice cream can be replaced with a piece of fruit. And, but then you tell yourself, you know what? I'm not going to be able to stick with a quote unquote new diet. I failed before. So then you procrastinate because the change of fear, the change of fear of failure. So you see how it all comes together. What if you started to view nutrition from a totally different perspective? What happens to your enthusiasm? You start to think about it from the perspective that the foods I eat will help to keep my body healthy. All right, number two, failure creates opportunities. Now, I just mentioned about the opportunities that opened up for me. This is what happens when you start to change your perspective to what do I need to revise so that I can look at the opportunity on the other side? How can I create a mindset of growth and abundance to view these opportunities? I used to be the chief of staff at one of those three-letter federal government agencies they make TV shows about. And in one year's time, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, got married, and became a stepmother to a young child. I realized that I was not superwoman. I had to reevaluate my priorities and redefine my priorities. But because of my cancer diagnosis and the subsequent treatment, surgery, chemo, radiation, I realized climbing the corporate ladder and chasing after the super stressful management job, it just wasn't as important as taking care of my health and taking care of my family. So I decided to go back. I took a step back and I went back to being a data analyst. You have a choice. You can continue to sit in that place of what's defined as failure. Or you can look at the opportunity on the other side. This is the difference between how a grumpy warrior and a grateful warrior think. 
And speaking of grateful warriors, my students in the Gratitude Lab love this lesson where we take their biggest challenges and do some ninja mindset shifts to not just look at the opportunities, but we also future pace gratitude for those opportunities. It is powerful. All right, number three, failure builds fortitude. Now, I always say that gratitude is the best way to build fortitude after health challenges shatter your world. Well, guess what? Failure can also build fortitude. This is a brand new way to understand your emotions. To be in that place where you can look at this as an opportunity and really lean into your courage and your perseverance and your resilience. The best part about this, you're building your brain's fortitude muscle. The one thing that is certain is that life is going to happen. None of us are immune from negative events happening. But the best news is that the more you start to view these failures as your path to success, the more that fortitude muscle builds up in your brain and the more mentally strong you become. All you have to do, think back to an event, big or small, it doesn't matter. How did you overcome it? And then look at this current event from the same light. So the next time around, in the future, instead of your brain defaulting to fear and anxiety, your brain's default is, oh yeah, I got this. That's how I built fortitude going through cancer treatment. I look back on some challenges in my life and how I overcame them. And then after that, cancer was the default. Something happens. My go-to question now is, is this worse than cancer? So far, 100% of the time, the answer has been no. So I'm like, okay, I've got this. And guess what? If that answer would have been yes, this is worse than cancer. I know I've built that fortitude muscle to come out not just okay, but better than okay on the other side. Totally different event, totally different story. One night when Aiden was just a little dude, I was making, basically, it's like the all-natural version of Kool-Aid. So it's like Kool-Aid, but it's like that fruit punch, but it's a little more all-natural, so not quite as bad for you. And it was red. It was also 8, 9 o'clock at night. It was right before bedtime. And I wanted to make it so that it would be nice and cold for the next day and ready to go. So I put the full container of the red punch in the refrigerator. And thank you, neuropathy. It slipped out of my hand and spilled everywhere, all over the refrigerator and into the freezer. An entire container of red punch at bedtime with a girl who was already tired. (laughs) So an hour later, I still had all of the contents of the fridge and the freezer out on the counter trying to clean up the red punch spill. So fortitude lesson. From that point on, any mess that happened in our house was always compared to the red punch spill in the fridge. I said, as long as the mess was not as bad as the red punch spill, that I wouldn't get upset. Years later, that record is still 100%. And debrief an opportunity lesson. Back when the neuropathy was really prominent, I never knew when my hands would go numb. So I started to carry something. But if it was something that was breakable or spillable or whatever, I was extra cautious and I used both hands. Number four, failure builds character. As uncomfortable as this is, Failure is your chance to look at yourself in the mirror. Oh, Holly, Holly, Holly. I know, right? How did I show up during the situation? 
Was I proud of how I showed up? Why or why not? And then you can ask yourself these questions. Who can I become? How can I be more flexible? How can I transform myself? What can I control? What do I value? How can I be more compassionate? What decisions can I make? What is my North Star and how can I stay focused on what's important to me? This is your chance to learn and to grow as a human being. Number five, last one. Failure gives us the opportunity to be grateful. You knew that was coming. (laughs) This is one of the biggest difference between grumpy warriors and grateful warriors. And it's really just being able to view the failures in life from a place of gratitude. Success is not a destination. It's a journey. And that journey includes failure. This is your chance to be really grateful for that journey and everything you get to learn. This is your chance to learn who's really in your inner circle, your true friends. This is your chance to learn more about yourself. This is your chance to connect with your creator that's in alignment with your religion or your faith or your spirituality practice. In 2017, my health hit rock bottom for the third time. I was forced to resign from a very comfortable six-figure job. Did I feel like a failure? Absolutely. A huge part of my identity was wrapped up in being successful in my career. But guess what? This opened up the door to me being home for Aiden during his middle and high school years. I was able to drop him off at school every morning and pick him up every afternoon. I was able to be there for him during those formidable years. Formative, formidable, formative. Anyway, you get it, right? (laughs) It gave me the opportunity to grow pink fortitude into what it is today and impact thousands of women from around the world. That was hands down one of the darkest times of my life, but that's when the stars shine the brightest. And it's a time in my life that I am the most grateful for because I wouldn't be here today with you doing this. So to recap, five ways that you can start to learn from your failures and to look at failure as your success path and from a mindset of a grateful warrior. Number one, failure creates the best lessons. Number two, failure creates opportunities. Number three, failure builds fortitude. Number four, failure builds character. And number five, failure gives us the opportunity to be grateful. Before I wrap up, I wanted to share my parting message to Aiden, my stepson, as he graduated high school and left the nest this summer, because it definitely wasn't the rah-rah encouragement speech he was expecting. I said, welcome to being an adult. You will fail and you will fail hard and you will get your teeth kicked in. And when you're bending over to pick them up with a bloody mouth, you're going to get kicked in the bum. This is called life. But this is how you rise because the lessons you learn from success are no comparison to the lessons you learn from failure. You cherish those moments when you're on the ground and gutted because those are the moments that you get to make a decision. Those are the moments you get to choose to learn everything you can from failure. And that becomes the fabric of your character. And that will propel you to more success in life than anything else. Remember the grumpy warrior negative self-talk from the beginning. What does that look like now? 
What does that look like from a place of viewing failure as your path to success? What does that look like from the perspective of a grateful warrior? I'm not good enough becomes I am good enough. My body failed me becomes my body gave me a wake up call to take care of it better. I am failing my family becomes how can I show up for my family that's in alignment of where I'm currently at right now. I can't win at anything becomes I will grow stronger and build fortitude because of this. I'm a failure becomes I am truly grateful for the chance to learn and grow and all of the opportunities that are there on the other side. We covered a lot in this episode. And if you're resonating with this, if this feels like you, you connect to this message, then I really encourage you to follow this podcast and be sure to share this podcast episode with your bestie. Let each other know what about this resonates with you the most. How are you helping each other navigate through these challenging times? And I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here to be your gratitude and mindset coach and mentor. And I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. And be sure to find out your gratitude personality with customized results to get you started. All you have to do is go to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz or click the link in the show notes. And then finally, hit the follow button where you're listening and tap those five stars and leave a great review because it really does mean a lot to me and it's going to help to get this podcast and our wonderful message out to more Grateful Warriors. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior podcast. It has been awesome sauce to hang out with you and I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out, and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restrictive protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're going to walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm gonna offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com.